Hello and welcome to this Endo Life episode 124. I'm Jessica Duffin. I'm an endo warrior, an endo health coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves, you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's <laughs> the patch in a bath bomb. Um, so, you know, if you're on your period or if you're in pain, you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them. I don't know, you could have multiple if you want. Um, and then get out, get out the bath, maybe rub in some CBD balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU which is buonline.co.uk and you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. So welcome back to another mini episode. This is part of a series. I'm taking snippets from my live Q&A sessions that I'm having with um, members of my current course, Live and Thrive with Endo and the questions, some of the questions just have been so relevant and I think are very relatable. So I wanted to share my answers to some of those questions because I feel like I've heard a lot of you guys ask me the same questions over the years. So I thought that they would be helpful. So today's episode is all about whether stress can actually trigger endometriosis to begin in the first place or could trigger symptoms. So I'm not going to do much of an intro because I explain it in quite a lot of detail in the answer. But what I do want to say is just sometimes when I'm talking quickly and something isn't prepared, like I, you know, prepare notes for a podcast, I just trip over my words sometimes. And I said that inflammation is sent down um, from the brain, but that's not true. It's inflammation pain is sent down from the brain, the inflammation is released locally in the area of the injury. Um, this will make sense when you listen to it. But basically, the brain responds with pain, the body releases the inflammation locally, they work together for this system to and this reaction to occur. So they are working together, the pain signals from the brain trigger the trigger the immune system to release more inflammation. So just to clarify that, because I think if you'll hear the word down, you'll be like, wait, so is the brain sending inflammation? But no, the inflammation is released locally. Okay, so just to clear that up and let me know how you're finding these episodes. If you like these kind of small doses, if they're helpful, if any of these questions have been particularly relevant, I'd love to hear. So let me know on Instagram. Can stress basically trigger and the like 
result in hormonal imbalances and inflammation actually cause endometriosis to develop. So there is research that shows that trauma can actually trigger the onset of endometriosis symptoms. I don't think they are concrete into whether trauma can trigger the actual development of endometriosis. I don't think there's conclusive evidence, but for sure there's an indication of that. But trauma, like physical trauma or emotional trauma, has been shown in research to start the onset of the symptoms. Now, what it could be is that you had these dormant dormant endometriosis cells that you weren't feeling a reaction from at the time, or maybe the endo was active, but you weren't feeling any symptoms, right? Because we have, there are plenty of people with endometriosis and severe endometriosis who don't have symptoms. Um, and then you've had this stress, stressful period of time. And what that hap- what that does is it tells the brain you're unsafe. And so your brain starts looking for, it's looking for threats. It's like, why do I feel unsafe? What else am I at threat from? And as a result, it spots the endo and then it turns on pain signals. So the pain signals that you experience are your brain's way of telling you that there's an issue going on in your body that you need to pay attention to. And so when we're in a stressful situation, that might be why, you know, you get stressed at work and then you have a flare up because your body is, your brain is looking for threats. I kind of, if any of you are in the UK, um, I look at, the stress response, your brain is like, your brain is like a bouncer on the doors of a club, right? And it's looking for trouble. But when it's under threat, it's like a bouncer on the doors of a club on a Friday night on payday and Millwall have just lost a match. Like it's basically looking for, it's looking for problems and it's going to respond to them in a more heightened way. On top of that, um, the stress response upregulates the inflammatory response so if you're stressed and your your inflammation your chronic inflammation levels are going to rise up go up and as well we have i don't know how old you are but um they found that people who have experienced trauma in adolescence and childhood are significantly more likely to have autoimmune conditions and while you know endo isn't classified as an autoimmune condition it's got autoimmune components and it's strongly associated with autoimmune conditions we have like a significant um increase in developing autoimmune conditions so there's definitely you know correlation there um and of course what we do know is that endo has immune dysregulation so our immune systems are affected and we know that stress can upset the immune system so it could have been that you know maybe you had active endo and then the stress triggered the symptoms. Or maybe you didn't have active endo, you had dormant endo. Um, and then what happened is the genetics for the genes, the endogenes were turned on and became active by a period of stress because we know that stress can you know, raise inflammation levels. So that's a possibility as well. But until we have more conclusive evidence, it's hard to like prove exactly what triggered that. But for sure, the stress could have, would have triggered those symptoms, whether the endo was active or not before that, um, we can't be 100% sure. Okay, does that mean that essentially our brain creates the pain when it's not actually there? To a degree. So your pain is real, our pain is 100% real, but pain is always created in the brain. Pain is 
a brain response. The pain isn't created in the pelvic cavity. So what happens is the body, your nerves have like um, a threshold of what they respond to. So if you, if your brain responded to every single nerve system, it would just be like overload. So there is like a threshold. And when something triggers that threshold to be met or exceeded that will get sent to the brain and the brain will decide whether to respond to pain or not and if it feels really strongly at threat then it's most definitely going to respond with more pain and then what happens is in the case of endo we're going to do this in the um module on pain signals and like the nervous system but what happens is essentially you just create this loop where your pain is being triggered by the endo beam. Well, let's say you're stressed. So you're stressed, your brain feels at threat, it looks for threats, it sees the endo, it creates pain. And then as in response to the pain, it's like, okay, well, we need to now send inflammation to heal that area. That goes down. But of course, the endo isn't responding to the inflammation, like the healing properties of inflammation. So it just sends another signal up, the brain responds with more pain and more inflammation, and you just get this upregulated cycle. Um, basically, the, the pain is real, but it's not always necessary. Does that make sense? We know that the endo is there. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to link in my show notes. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, you can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world. Music.